Broadcasting from the 72nd floor of First Canadian Place in the heart of Toronto's financial district, this is Hashtag Finance, the podcast that profiles innovative entrepreneurs and thought leaders operating in the public markets. Presented to you by the CSE, the exchange for entrepreneurs. Hi, it's Phil from the CSE today. Uh, I'm here with Ian Tennant from uh, Newsfile. Uh, you are the co-founder and uh, a director there. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Uh, we are at the uh, we're at the CSC Media Center at the, on the top of the uh, first Canadian place on the seventy second floor. Um, we are going to talk about uh, news file as well as like news dissemination as well as best practices today uh, for a lot of our issuers and for and you know have a great discussion about a whole bunch of things. Um, so. Welcome again. Uh, I'd like to see, first of all, if you could, we can start this conversation off with like a little bit of history about Newsfile. Uh, what is it? How's it? How long has it been around? And how large are you guys? Okay. Well, uh, we've been around o- over twenty years now. Uh, myself and, and a colleague started the company, a company in Toronto, in two thousand and two, and that was when uh, Sarbanes Oxley came out, and that was forcing uh, Canadian public companies to begin reporting to the SEC in the United mm-hmm. States as foreign issuers, and there was opportunity in Canada, so um, to, to begin offering Edgar filings to Canadian companies who had never done Edgar before, and, and no one really in Canada had that expertise, so we uh, we started off offering Edgar filings, and then of course, if you're doing Edgar, you got to do C. As well, so it was really a, a full service compliance company, uh, regulatory compliance filings with all of the securities commissions in both Canada and the U.S. And we grew um, a good client base of publicly listed companies, um, and then we began from there building into the new space, uh, which is look is is a little bit different than compliance. It's more disclosure. Um, we began building a newswire, and there's a lot of challenges to building a newswire. You've got to get those feeds. You need feeds into broker terminals like Bloomberg's and Thomson Reuters. You mm-hmm. need feeds into all the banks, all the media sites, whether it's Yahoo Finance and and so on. So there's there's a lot of distribution that you need to build in order to to uh, have a have a strong enough reach for a public company's press releases. Uh, so that's taken a lot of a lot of years. Um, but as as we built that, we also merged with another company called Automated Filing Services in Vancouver, and that kind of doubled the size of the company, and that gave us a, a national presence, uh, coast to coast, um, in in Toronto and Vancouver. And uh, and from there, we've continued to build, and, and we've really, over these last 10 years or so, really added the news side of the business. And we now have a, a newswire uh, for public company press releases that's approved by all stock exchanges in North America, and that meets all the regulatory requirements uh, of, of uh, reaching your investors and reaching the financial community as a public company. So if I recall, uh, in our previous discussion, you have approximately 100 companies that are CSE companies. Right, mm. and uh, those are companies from all different sectors. Um, we have a special r- arrangement where, first and foremost, today we just did a market open, mm-hmm. so it was nice to be able to host you and your team uh, to be able to to open the market. We have, as an exchange with Newsfile, a very very long history together, and I've also known yourself and some of your staff uh, previous to working at the exchange as well. So uh, it was uh, definitely lots and lots yeah. of fun, and thanks, you, it was. You uh, managed to do that really, really well. Um, so, in in terms of like, let, let's think about like if a company is releasing news stuff like this. So, give us some of the best practices that you mm-hmm. think issuers should be looking at, because I, I I think it's important to be able to to you know there there's a lot of companies in the space. So then the question is is that how can you guys help uh, our issuers or any other issuers to make sure that 
you get the best impact? Mm -hmm. uh, well, I guess starting off for best practices, I mean, we're in a world now where everyone is kind of overwhelmed with information. Um, so my, my advice to a public company that's, that's you know, writing a press release would be, you know, less is more in a lot of ways. Uh, no one wants to read a really long press release. Yeah, so I, no one's got time. Everyone's got, you know, phones and, and, you know, social media and everyone's sharing everything. And, and then, you know, you're almost overwhelmed with, with information and content. So I think what you want to do as a public company is focus on your headline. You know, you, you need a good headline there. Mm -hmm. um, and, then, and then get your message across in the first paragraph. Whatever, right. whatever the message is of the press release, the real core of the press, of the press release, the real core of, of the announcement uh, should be made clear in that first paragraph. So um, it's like a little executive summary in the first paragraph, so to speak, right? Yeah, yeah or something that really kind of gets to the point of what the press release is about. Because mm -hmm. most press releases have, a, there's a reason. There's a, there's, a, there's a material announcement that the company is making something that they want, you know, the investment community to be aware of. So make that point early in the press release. Um, and a quote always helps as well. We've, we've found people's eyes naturally uh, skim. You know, people skim when they read now, right? Um, we all do it. Mm -hmm. You know, you start reading, you maybe read that first paragraph, and then you start skimming. Um, but your eyes will kind of stop quite often on a quote. So maybe put in a quote from your CEO or someone, you know, prominent at the company that's that's relevant mm -hmm. to, the, to the press release. Mm -hmm. um, and then kind of wrap it up. You don't want to ramble on too much in, in a press release, much like a podcast. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. And and so I would I would anticipate that the as you say, the is is there a number of paragraphs that you think is ideal or or like one page, two pages type of mm -hmm. thing or. Yeah, yeah, I mean, one, one or two pages. It depends on the announcement itself. One, right. one or two pages is good. Um, you know, some, some multimedia always helps as well, like attaching okay. a picture, you know, a graph, a chart. If you're, if you're a mining company, maybe, you know, you drill re your assay results in, in, a, in a visual representation. Um, if a it's, video if it's, that's embedded within it, there as well. Yeah, anything like that does always help. And, and we have found when we look at press releases that include a multimedia file, they get more clicks and they get more reads. Okay. Um, people like pictures um, and they're more inclined to click on it and read that that press release uh, because as a public company you are competing um, with other public companies for investment dollars uh, and uh, other, pub other public companies they're all putting up press releases too so your press release does it is, it is even though it's just making a you know a material announcement it's more than just disclosure in a way it's a form of marketing as well and it's a way of helping your company stand out and, and uh, get more investment dollars right yeah no I and I, I... That's definitely an idea. When I used to work at uh, Gravitas Financial before this, we quite often would do every morning. We'd read the read the news releases. You're right, absolutely <laughs> want to have it succinct as much as possible because the bankers or IAs have a lots and lots of stuff to read, and they've got to try to make their sometimes investment decisions based off even just a headline, mm -hmm. and um, you know that can be uh, that can be good and that can be bad, but yeah. Besides the point, uh, yes, absolutely. From a press release standpoint, as quick as and succinct as possible. Uh, now, in terms of like, you know, when you go out to and talk to your clients and stuff like that, from uh, from a pitch standpoint, why would someone, let's say, go with you versus like some of the other people? Because there's there's a lot of competition out mm -hmm. there, mm -hmm. and we are talking about dissemination and stuff like that. Uh, and a lot of people have like really good networks to send this stuff out to, mm -hmm. but wh why should someone pick Newsfile? Right. Well, I mean, we're entrepreneurs as well, you know, just like these these companies listed on the CSE. Um, you know, we, we are here, we're, we, we support small 
small cap companies. Uh, we've got a distribution that that compares to you know anyone else in the industry. Um, you know we, we do it for, for at a value at a value add, so we're doing it for for a competitive price. Uh, and we we do things. You know we know a lot of CSE listed companies will have a secondary listing, like an OTC listing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't separate our distribution by Canada and the U.S. If you are a CSE listed company and you're also trading on the OTC, we're going to add the U.S. to your distribution as part of as part of your distribution. Okay. So we're going to feed into sites where retail investors in the U.S. are looking, sites like E-Trade, TD Ameritrade. Uh, we're going to feed directly into sites where the institutional investors in the U.S. are looking, like the broker terminals, Bloomberg and Thomson Reuters and, and sites like that. Um, and we do that, you know, as a standard, um, you know, we're not going to separate Canada and the U.S. because most public companies, most Canadian public companies, they're, they're looking for U.S. investors as well. Um, so things like that we do. You know, we, we work with you. We really take customer service, I guess, um, as, our, as our priority. And that's how we try to differentiate ourselves is that, uh, you know, we provide, you know, a, a real a level of customer service maybe that large cap companies are used to getting. And we try to provide that to the small cap company and really treat them like they're they're, uh, well, they're the engine that makes NewsFile go, like I've said before, and and mm-hmm. uh, and we so we want to treat them that way. We built this company by providing great service to small cap companies. Yeah, and um, maybe as an aside, talk to me about like what you think from a when you're dealing with small cap companies and stuff like that. What are some of the common challenges that you're going to hear from the um, from the either the IR staff? or the, uh, the senior management in terms of how they think you guys should run. And uh, I guess, l- let me just rephrase it this way. Some of the fallacies that actually come out of like, usually when people are uh, sending out news releases and stuff like that, if there's anything that you could say to your issuer in terms of teaching them on how to deal with you guys, mm-hmm. right? Is there something that you wanna say to them? To, uh, that would that would make either a your job easier or b the interaction more robust. Hmm. Um, I, I I can't think of anything off the, off the top of my head. I mean, uh, just you know, you call us anytime. I mean, one thing I want to say to any any issuer is like if if you're unsure of anything, uh, give us a call. You know, we're always there to answer any questions. Uh, if you're not sure about uh, if you want extra distribution or what you might get from that distribution, I mean, an example, maybe last week we had a company that recently listed on the Frankfurt Stock Exchange, and they had questions about reaching Germany now that they are listed on the Frankfurt Exchange, and they were a CSE listed company as well, Okay. Uh, but they now had a Frankfurt listing as a secondary listing, and um, they were they were interested in, you know, how, what do I do now that I'm a Frankfurt listed company, and how do I how do I get my news a little bit more available to a German investment? Um, audience, right. so though you know, that's a really good value add, actually. Yeah, and, and yeah. we can do that, and we can, you know, we have a great reach into Germany. But that's the type of thing. Give us a call um, because you know, the, you know, you might want to add translation to it. I mean, one, if if you're trying to reach okay, a, a foreign markets mm-hmm. uh, and your news release is only in English, you're not going to get the same value out of that out of that press release or out of that news um, and you as you would, would get. translate it for them, obviously. Well, we right? can offer that as a service. Yep, they yeah. can translate it themselves and then okay. give it to us in that language or we can or we, we can handle the translation. We're not a translation firm, but we can we can handle that as well through a partner. And um, and you get more value out of, of course, putting it out in a, in a local language if you're looking for that local yeah, in, that makes investor. Sense. It makes total sense. Uh, so how many offices do you how many offices do you have and how many employees do you guys have? We have three offices. We have an office in Toronto, Vancouver, and Calgary. And I think um, we're up to about 30 employees 
um, company-wide um, and, and growing. I mean, we've been growing really fast uh, these, these last few years. So um, we've been expanding the team and, and we're still currently expanding the team. So in the process of probably adding a few more. Thanks for your time today. We really appreciate the, uh, the relationship. Uh, thanks for coming in to open the bell today. And uh, that's a wrap. But I want to ask you one last question. And how do people keep uh, abreast of you or get a hold of you? Oh, you can reach us anytime. I mean, through our website, uh, newsfilecorp.com. Uh, you can find all the contact information there. You know, our phone number, our email, reach out anytime. We're 24-7, and, and we're always here to help support any public company, but really those CSC companies that we love working with. We're social here at the CSE. Each and every day we'll keep you up to date on trending topics that investors are talking about, such as cannabis, blockchain, and esports. Follow daily CSE news and events on your favorite social media platform, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. You'll find exclusive interviews with leading entrepreneurs from a variety of industries, thought-provoking stories from across the world of finance, and updates from CSE events taking place worldwide. Join the conversation and connect with us today.